Sisters in the Shadows is in aid of Nordif Robbins. Nordif Robbins is the largest independent music therapy charity in the UK, dedicated to enriching the lives of people affected by life-limiting illnesses, isolation or disability. Their music therapists are expertly trained to tune into each movement, reaction and expression of the individuals they work with to discover how music can enrich their lives. They are absolutely brilliant. But they receive no government funding and so rely on the generosity of their supporters. Charities like Nordif Robbins are really struggling these days and need your help more than ever. As a musician and a music lover, I know firsthand of the healing powers of music. It can lift your spirits, unite people and touch your heart in ways nothing else can. And the amazing therapists at Nordif Robbins use that power to help some of the most vulnerable people in society. If you love music and care about people, and I know you do, I ask you as a proud ambassador of Nordif Robbins Music Therapy Charity to help support their important work today. Just go to nordif-robbins.org.uk to find out more. That's nordif-robbins.org.uk. Hello darlings and welcome again to Sisters in the Shadows about women in blues and jazz. Hi! This podcast looks at the amazing impact and influence women have had and still have on the development of blues and jazz. I'm Colette Cooper. This week's show is dedicated to an organisation I mention a lot in this show. In fact, every week. Yes, of course, I'm talking about the mighty Tomorrow's Warriors. Tomorrow's Warriors is a group that mentors talented young musicians, many of whom I've chatted to on my show. It started as a jam session at the Jazz Cafe in London by Gary Crosby. When Janine Irons joined, it went up a gear to become a proper programme to foster young, more diverse talent particularly women. A few days ago, I caught up with Janine and Gary to find out more about the group, and of course, I sing their praises. I've been waiting so long to chat to you guys because I've chatted to so many of the artists that you've, you know, mentored, and how you started it, because Tomorrow's Warriors is started, it's such an important relevant organization isn't it yeah <laughs> and you've done it is it is isn't it and it's it's just brilliant and um you founded this in 1991 now gary you founded it first right was it you sort of first you had a band i i started the idea in terms of when you say founded i yeah. formulating it, it yeah is when janine came but yeah. the idea the jam session was there maybe a couple of years before yeah, so, it was ni- so it was 1991, you, st- you started this, you thought, right, I'm going to have a big jam session at the Jazz Cafe, great venue. No, it was like a regular weekly session. Yeah. We'd, we'd be inviting in young people, dancers, poets, you know, just inviting people to come down and hang. That's yeah. what we would call it, hang. Yeah. It's just a place yeah. 
is a watering hole. It was a dancing space, but it was in the afternoon as well. Oh, that's so nice. So it, it was family friendly as well. Yeah. And then, so Janine, so you, mm-hmm. you, you said, right, we've got to do something here. We've kind of. Make, yeah. <laughs> it's always the woman who's got the backbone. It's always, it's always the women behind it all. Come on, Gary, you've got to admit. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I um, it's true. And so, what, so Janine, what, what, what did you think? You thought, okay, let's, we've got something here. Let's, we need to nurture yeah, all I'm, this young talent. Absolutely. I mean, I, I, I just saw all this young talent there and it's like, well, how come nobody knows about it? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, um, and I just thought, you know, Gary had a sort of a, a vague idea about, you know, trying to get more, um, more young people who, who look like him and, um, <laughs> Yeah, it was. Gary's gorgeous. Yeah. It was, you know, it was. It was more like a. I wouldn't say a vague idea. It was more like a, a hope or a, or a dream yeah. or a quest. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, was, it was an ambition to get more. An ambition, yeah. More young black people and yeah. you know more girls. I mean, just a more diverse yeah. uh, group of people coming into jazz. You know. And, yeah. To try and um, audience development, yeah, yeah, more more people to well, more people anyway to come to jazz because at the time, you know, it was starting to get a bit old and pasty, and so you know, it was like, well, where are all the young people? Yeah, yeah, and, I agree. And also, yeah, and also, I, I say I, I say the same thing to a lot of artists, and jazz became very expensive. Yes. You know, people can't afford 80 quid to go and watch, yeah. you know, uh, and, and we kind of forgot the heart and soul of what jazz and blues, you know, is. That's yeah. right. And, well, we, we and that's true, we, though, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. But we shouldn't ignore that it's actually the last 10, 15 years. There has been a return to affordable jazz or. No, exactly. And, you know, there are these young clubs that have, have appeared. It's you know happened. I, mean? I, don't I, don't think that is. I don't think we have to concentrate on what, how, you know, the past was. The past. No, I agree with you. No, I agree with you. I agree. You know, but that's um, how it. That's and how we're it. really, we're really happy to see so many of these young people. Oh, well, brilliant! Know, from different yeah. parts of the country making a success internationally. It's a great thing. Making it popular again. That's what yes. I mean. Making it popular again. It, it just yeah. became. It became when I started singing, you know, um, started singing jazz on the on the sort of jazz sings with a band and doing all the American songbook. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the audience there was there wasn't anyone really under forty five. Yes. It was it wasn't it just and I just loved it because I had a bit of an old soul and my dad introduced me to lots of you know great artists growing up and. And I just, you know, I didn't want to be a pop singer. I wanted to do jazz, but it wasn't that popular, really. Mm. It became, like I said, very still to very middle class. And then, like you say, in the last 15 years, this, and this research of brilliant jazz becoming popular yeah. again, mm. you know, like it did a hundred years ago or so, you know, it's become mm. popular again and see all these amazing artists, especially women, you know, Yes. what my show is about it's women in blues and jazz but especially women coming through and shining through because you know years ago you'd have hundreds of years ago you'd have all female orchestras that's right you know yes. and they kind of just sort of disappeared or i don't know whether 
I don't know that they disappeared. Not disappeared. They were disappeared. They weren't profiled. They were profiled. They didn't have that chance, yes. that opportunity, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. the club owners see it. And I think a lot of the club owners today, I'm not saying all of them, because they don't, they're encouraging that. A lot of the club owners today still feel it's a novelty yeah. if a pretty woman, whatever, mm-hmm. gets up on stage playing the sax. Oh, it's yeah. a female saxophonist. Well, why don't you just say, yeah. it's, it's a, a saxophonist. Mm-hmm. You know, why do you have to point out it's a female saxophonist? Or, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the singers have always, you know, been female yeah. a lot. You know, they've always got the acclaim. But so the musicians, you know, mm-hmm. I know obviously going back, you know, someone like Numbia Garcia, who's mm-hmm. what a force of nature. And yeah. you know, you've nurtured her through. And I just think it's amazing what you're doing. Oh, thank you. It really is a great, and you have a record label as well. Well, we do, we do. it's kind of dormant at the moment, but yeah. it was all part of the, it was part of the process of, of raising the profile yeah. of all these young musicians that we were yeah. working with. I mean, that was the primary um, reason for doing it. Yeah. You know, more as a marketing tool and to, to get them some exposure yeah. beyond the jazz cafe. <laughs> yeah. Know? So, um it was just a, another step uh, that we had to take because there were no uh, record companies or anybody willing to put money behind these kids at the yeah. time. Yeah. Um, and the only way of getting the music out there. Mm. So, um, but now other players are in the market, you know, and now the big record companies are, are back in the game. That's right. So we don't have to do all of that. We don't have to lose all that money. <laughs> no, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're getting funding. of the Arts Council helping you? Is, are you yeah. getting help that way? That's yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And so almost 30 years, how are you going to celebrate that? You'd have to have a big jam at well, the Jazz Cafe. Well, I think it'd have to be bigger than that to fit in yeah. all, the, all the warriors. But, yeah. um, you know, it, it, it's, um, it's an interesting thing now because this year was going to be the year when we do all the fundraising yeah, to, I know. you know, and develop the projects to be celebrating next year. Yeah, I know. And that's all kind of been scuppered, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I know. So we're awesome. having to scale back the ambition, I think, for um, all the different projects we wanted to do next yeah. year. But I think at the very least, um, we're going to have to have some kind of big party. You've got um, to. You know, and I think yeah. lots Sorry. of um, playing and eating and drinking yeah you'll have to have a zoo you'll have to do a zoom thing or something (laughs) you'll have to do it and do on social media you know so what's your process so where do you bring these young people in where do you rehearse where do you nurture them well we're um we're resident at the the south bank center yeah um and normally when it's open and um and we have a, a weekly program you know throughout the year yeah um all the different age groups and different levels yeah um and we do i think it's now 24 hours a week of yeah workshops mm-hmm. and, and you know, music training yeah um with all these different young people age 11 to 25 amazing and it's all 100 percent free so yeah. nobody has to pay anything they don't have to fill out um any you know bursary applications or anything like yeah. that yeah. But, you know it, it's all based on on talent and you know we have a focus or a particular focus around uh black musicians and yeah. female musicians but it yeah. is totally inclusive so yeah. you know nobody gets excluded i like that and, right um although I'd, i say that but, but we've got 
a, a waiting list of a hundred now. Well, it's over a hundred now. Wow. So, um, and so we're trying very much to expand the program so that more and more young people can get involved. But the music leaders are generally people who have come through our program. That's so, right. you know, they've been warriors in the past mm. and then they're passing on that tradition. You know, it's that each one teach one yeah. um, ethos that we have. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, there's, I suppose, an understanding that when you come into a program that is entirely free, I mean, you can get up to 15 years worth of free music training. That's amazing. Um, there is um, a kind of an unspoken deal that uh, when you make it, you will give back. That's you know, right. You give back by, by coming back and um, teaching the youngsters, coming back and being a role model for them and being yes. mental for them. And so, you know, you're always seeing our alumni coming back. I mean, just the other day we had Nabaya and yeah. uh, Shirley and Sheila coming back to, to do some stuff with them and Femi's being back. I think yeah. Gary's got a lovely story about when Femi popped in one day, haven't you, Gary? Oh, that's great. I think that's what we should do in life. We have to give back anyway. Well, yes, yes. Of course, the South Bank has been really uh, special to us, but actually we, you need a space uh, which you hire regularly, yeah. and those young people that come there, it's their social club. Yeah. You have to make the teaching of the music or the engagement of the music fun. Yeah. And it belongs to them to a degree. You know, yeah. you, you stand back and allow them to what enduring chaos. Yeah. But that, that's the key, that's allowing it. You see, it's not like a school where they go and they sit in front of a teacher and they are told exactly what to do. Yeah. Um, basically, our teachers give them all the options and say, you've got this space now to experiment. That's, what jazz, is a, that's what jazz is about yeah. anyway. It's about As free. you say, yes. You know, so, that's um, great. And I like, you know, when you're saying it's free, it's not, because it's, as we know, you know, not everybody can afford to go to fancy music schools. And there's yeah. so much talent out there. And if you come from a family where... You know, it's underprivileged and you've got yeah, this yeah. natural ability to do something. But, you know, the parents can't afford for you to have yeah. piano yeah. lessons or, you know, sax lessons. And they, they miss out. Right. And that happens all over the world, yeah. you know, and it's that, un that, underprivileged. That would still be required, Colette, because um, we, we got, we, you know, we don't teach instrumentally as such. No. It's, not like we, it's not like we're starting with people who are just beginners yeah you know what I mean what it is we're we're providing help for those yes. who have the you know the, they want to do it they've got a little bit of support yeah you know that's what what we're doing exactly uh, so, you know, so there's exactly. still need there's still need for the government or at least local authorities to invest in exactly. um, school teaching exactly. uh, music in schools there's still need for that we're not yeah we're not an alternative to it. We're yeah. an aid. Oh, they do. I mean, later down the line, we can, well, you know, we can support, you know, we do, if they run into problems and they need an instrument or... Yes. Yeah, we can help them. ...with music lessons, then exactly. we can generally, you know, look to, to supporters and, and donors to, to help yeah. us with that. Well, I'd like to um, denote, uh, donate some um, couple of instruments to you because I can't oh, play them. Play. I'm Thank useless. <laughs> One's what the did you use to play, Colette? One, one's the spoons, still can't play. <laughs> I'll throw them your way. The other one's the maracas, yeah, can't play them. You can have them. 
Penny. <laughs> no, so I mean, I play a bit of guitar and piano. I'm not very good, but I've got a couple of guitars, so I'd like to that were present, so I'd like to give you one. And oh, nice. I play the harmonica actually really badly. Oh. I'm still, but I'm still, um, I'm still, you know, practicing that. Still practicing. When you say the harmonica, like a blues harmonica. Yeah. Play the blues harmonica, yeah, yeah. But I play along with Sonny Boy Williams. Nobody can play the, you don't play the blues. Nobody plays the blues harmonica badly. <laughs> I do. I play along with Sonny Boy Williams and I play and I'm just Ooh. so pissed off I can't be as good as him. I'm like, come on, that's my dream to outplay him. So um, that's what I've been, uh, that's what I, my dream is to play the harmonica really well. But um, so that's interesting when you said that you can't play the book. Okay, well I'm bringing out. I'll tell you about a play. I'm bringing out this album to. I'm an ambassador for um, the Nord of Robbins Music Therapy Charity, mm. and of course, like I say, all the you know all the events have stopped. You know, yeah. the stock mm -hmm. all charities are fucked right now, and yeah. so I said they're asking all the ambassadors and supporters to help support so I said look I've got a collection of songs I'm going to put them together I'm not sure I'm going to make you any money but I can try and there's a little bonus track on there when I'm trying to play the harmonica I'll, I'm going to send it to you and you'll, you can and that's me playing blues harmonica and if you can't go wrong there I'm going wrong let me tell you <laughs> so some of it sounds okay and then some of it's like ah no but uh yeah, when I play with the band sometimes, or I have done last year, I think they just humour me. And I mean, I really get into it. I, I'm, I'm very good because my background is acting as well. I'm very good at blagging it. So I'm really? blagging it, you see. So people believe. And afterwards they said, I didn't know you played the harmonica. You're really good. And I'm laughing. I'm like, I'm so shit. <laughs> but I just look good. I can pretend I'm good. So I get, I get a laugh out of that. Um, <laughs> But no, it's just great to try and, you know, play anything, isn't it? Just to be musical yes. and, Ooh. you know, try. So have you appealed more now to the government? Are they helping more? Yeah, they... so we, we've just got um, some emergency funding from the right. Arts Council, part of their um, culture recovery great. fund. Um, so that will help us uh, as an organisation keep going um, yep. till March. Yeah. Um, but what it doesn't do is, is cover any activity. You know, it's just core costs. Yeah. So that's why we're fundraising uh, to keep our programme active. Because yeah. even though the South Bank Centre's closed, we've kept it going online Great. Um, since lockdown. Um, yeah. So that we can keep all those young people engaged and make sure they're, they're still practising and you know, yeah. moving forward. And um, we've now been told that we can get into uh, the South Bank um, for very limited activity. Right. Um, I think we've got about five or six days between now and Christmas yeah. that we're going to be able to do some in-person activity. Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, so it's, you know, but we still want to do gigs and we need to do stuff um, yeah. online as well, but we want it to be quality stuff, you know, not yeah. just filmed on my phone sort of thing. No, of course. Um, and of course, all of this costs money. And yeah, the issue, I think, the main issue in terms of how we manage that is um, how we pay for space. Because at the South Bank Centre, you know, they provide that free of yeah. charge to Tomorrow's Warriors. Um, and without that space, if anywhere else we go, we have to hire the space. 
exactly. So, um, so these there are costs that we didn't ever anticipate having. <laughs> but I mean, surely there must be venues, there's places that are willing to just open up to you for cost free. No, you know, you know why? I mean, I think the will and the, the desire is there. But the problem is with COVID-19, the moment you have people into a space, you've got to be doing deep cleaning throughout the day, yes. you know, to make sure that everyone is staying safe. Yeah. So just to, you know, it'd be great if they could just say, yeah, come and use the space, but they can't do that. Can't you know, they have to do a deep clean before we go in yeah. and then another deep clean after we've been there. Yeah. And then also put in place all the social distancing measures, you know, yeah. all the gels and all of that. Yeah. So there's actually a, quite a big cost to a venue um, yeah. to have us come in and use the space. And, and it's a real challenge. You know, it really it is. is a challenge. I'm just wondering, as, you know, outdoor space, but it's not ideal in the winter, is it? That's the mm. problem. But um, it's just the whole thing is just set everybody back, hasn't it? Yeah. In yeah. a massive way. It, I mean, it's a shame because even, you know, they keep reintroducing new restrictions and now the rule of six and, you know. Um, rule of six. Yeah. You, you get together six people, but you can go to the busiest pub. Yes. I don't know. It's crazy. Know. The restrictions are crazy. And um, how, so what are you, so to, what are you doing now to fundraise? So I can t talk about this on social media as well. All right. Where so I can help. Right, so we, we've launched um, another I Am Warrior appeal. Yeah. And uh, so we're trying to raise £100,000. Right. Um, we're hoping to get, well, we are going to hopefully get match funding through trusts and foundations. Yeah. Um, so, because it costs over £200,000 a year to run our programme. Yeah. And um, we're going to try and raise 100000 from the public and then 100000 from say trust and foundations yeah so that's at the moment on uh, gofundme.com forward slash i am warrior 2020 so gofundme.com forward slash i am warrior 2020 right brilliant. and people can donate there or they can go to our website at tomorrowswarriors.org yeah uh, forward slash support and there are different ways to support there you know you can become a regular donor or you can you know, just do one-off gifts or there are plenty of ways yeah. to support, yeah. you know. Now, do you do older classes? Because I'm nearly 40 and I might like to come along and you might help me teach me to sing finally. <laughs> you know, I've only been singing all my life. I'm absolutely crap. I'm, I'm liking it. Go on. <laughs> well, we do have a, a, a group called um, Yesterday's Warriors. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Um, I do run a, a, a project called what do we call it again, Janine? The, the resident. Oh, really? And what is that? Because I'm obviously I'm. I, uh, I want to play with the harmonica. Or, that or, or the vintage warriors. It's the vintage warriors. I'm not that old, you cheeky things. I'm, what's going on? Jeez, <laughs> it's a, a vintage. Bit of a joke, Colleen. It's a bit of a joke. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm mid sixties, so you're you know, not. He's I'm not. I'm 66, am I, Janine, or what? Stop it. Because he's getting old, he's forgetting how old he is. He's, he's making himself older than he is. He's Are you joking? Uh, well, I tell you what, I swear to you, you you didn't, you don't look it, you look fabulous. But what is age anyway? You know. There you go. I can't, I can't believe yeah. that, you're that age. You so we do run this, uh, uh, and we have an idea called the Vintage Warriors. Yeah. Which we... Uh, 
it's just a once a week get together yeah. with some people who just want to have some fun really yeah there's um, some friends of ours around the country uh what's the other groups do you need uh, Bristol Reggae Orchestra. Bristol Reggae yeah. Orchestra. Yeah, and the Note Benders. So the Note Benders in Birmingham. In Birmingham. Fantastic. Well, I'd love to pop on. These are community type based groups. Yeah. These are not, you, don't, you can be a professional, but you don't have to be. Yeah. These people get together and use music for its original um, intention. Exactly. You know, it's to draw people together. Yeah. And that's so true. Sort of interchange based around these art forms that man has yeah. created yeah so we we do run uh, um there is a session called the residence as well which is yeah. aimed at slightly older musicians but yeah. slightly more professional yeah but there is the, the vintage warrior idea well, I, I want i want to come to one of those i'd like the resident one yeah um, we, you know, laugh well, at me in my harmonica no we wouldn't we you know no, you would we, we'd, we'd be laughing <laughs> at ourselves <laughs> you know what? Making people happy sometimes is a good thing, even if yeah. people do laugh at you or wearing yeah. or something. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. But the, the sessions that we run are for the, you know, like the residents and the um, the vintage warriors, it's got nothing to do with professionalism or yeah. accuracy or anything like that. It's purely about engaging with yeah. the music. Good. Which is, you know. Oh, I'd love that. Oh, you know, grown people. Mature people like music too. We like dancing. We like, you know. Yeah, no, I would, um, I'd love to come to the session and I'd love to be able to help any way I can with your fundraising. Oh, that's great. Thank any you. way I can. And um, I'm here to help whatever we can do. And I've, I can't yeah. wait to actually, you know, meet you guys in the flesh and have a little jam session. Yeah. And um, I've loved chatting to you. So what are you two doing over the weekend now? Oh God, I'm working. I've got two funding application deadlines yeah. coming up in um, by next, not this Friday, but the next. Yeah. Um, so I'm desperately trying to get that done. Yeah. And um, we're also preparing for our jazz cafe gig. Yeah, I'm just great. hoping that what? will still go ahead. I think that'll still be open. And who's going to be playing there? Um, well, we've got our soon come ensemble, which is like yeah. our next ones who are coming through. Yeah. And we've commissioned uh, some new music yeah. um, from uh, four of our alumni. So it's a Charisse, um, yeah, I love Mark Kavuma, yeah, um, Mark Kavuma. Oh, Camilla George, I love her. From, um, and she's Femi been Kaliopo. on the show. Oh, fantastic! Yeah. Great girl. So, great, great. Um, and three of them, uh, Camilla, Charisse, and Mark, will be playing with the band on the night. So <gasps> I'm, coming. I'm coming. I'm coming. The, the theme is around what it means to be a warrior. You yeah. Know? And um, I've been commissioning our alumni the last two years, and I'm, I'm hoping to do it again next year, so that we're building up a collection of works written by warriors for warriors. That is excellent. Um, you know, and that hopefully that those will become our jazz standards later down the line. That's right. They will. That, they will. Um, be you know, and we'll just yeah. pass them on to each new generation. That's a great idea. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to learn one and sing it and play Yay. the harmonica with it. So I'm ruining it. <laughs> Not come a jazz standard then. But um, that's a great idea. I'm going to come to that gig. Great. I love the great. jazz cafe. I've done some good gigs there. I love it. It's a great venue. It's a great yeah. Venue. yeah. It's got, it's well, it's all been seated now. So it's, um, I think that whereas it was 440 people before, you could only have 150. Right. Because so, um, they're seating all of downstairs. Oh, are they I don't now? Know how it's going to work now with this new 
lot, you know, the new restrictions because mm. you know people could book in twos, fours, and sixes. Now they can't. Now they're saying that you can't be in the six if you're not from the same household. Family. You know, so it's like I don't know. I, I They'll just have to book separately and sit on the other side of each other. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's gonna. I mean, you know, it's a stupid rule. It's not. How can they yeah. police it? Really, but um, I'm going to come to that. It's not. Is it sold out though? No, there are some. Um, I think there's a few tables upstairs now. That's all that's left. Downstairs is completely sold out. Yeah. And um, and I think there are tables of three and four upstairs yeah. in the restaurant. I'll just be happy to you know be with well be with the warriors for a start, and also yeah. just to be out and hearing some live music again. I know, I know, yeah. I, I know. Do we I really miss it? It's, well, that's going to be brilliant. I'm sure um, Camilla and, and Sharice will be posting about it, won't they, on their yeah. Instagrams and stuff, so yeah. that's good. Well, guys, I'm going to meet you then. Yeah, fantastic. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to meet you both. Oh, yeah, wonderful. and I'm yeah. very excited and I've loved talking to you. I've been dying to talk to you since I started this bloody podcast. I've mentioned you on every episode. And you've been brilliant, you two. Yeah, you too. Absolutely really, fantastic. Really good talking to you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the gorgeous Janine Irons, MBE, and Gary Crosby, OBE, and I'm Clet Cooper, BO. <laughs> yes, that's Janine and Gary of Tomorrow's Warriors. They are amazing and totally have earned their honours with the help they've given to young people and music over the years. Just fantastic. If you want to, and I know you do, donate to their I Am Warrior 2020 appeal. Links to the website are in the show notes. And if you're listening when this show drops, Friday, October the 23rd, I believe you can still get tickets to the I Am Warrior 2020 gig tonight at the Jazz Cafe in Camden, which obviously I'm going to be there which features many of the great young talent they cultivated like Sharice and Camilla George. Okay, guys, that's the show for this week. If you liked the show today, come on, you did. You did? You did? Yay! Please subscribe now on your favourite podcast app. And while you're there, what are you going to do? Sorry, what was that? Give it a five-star review. Go on, do it. Now, remember to check out the Sisters in the Shadow Spotify playlist featuring all the artists I've talked to or about in this series. Sisters in the Shadows was presented by me, Colette Cooper. Thank you to the gorgeous Mike Hansen and the gorgeous Jake Trappett for their production support and more than anything, you guys for listening. I'll be back in your feed next Friday talking to another amazing soul from the world of blues and jazz. See you then. Bye.